And good morning, LaToya. Good morning. How are you this fine day? I am doing well. What about yourself? I am doing okay. Finally getting over this little ankle injury of mine. Yes. Yes, I know we hadn't talked about it. Uh, so, um, yeah, got a couple of uh, sprained ligaments, three of them specifically in my right ankle. And it's making getting around a little bit difficult. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Obviously a superhero at this point. Um, I have figured out how to drive and still be in compliance with my boot. Yes, because it is your right driving foot. <laughs> it's my foot. right driving foot. So, but I'm being safe and I'm, I'm, I'm following protocol and I'm doing what I'm supposed to do so that I can get back on the block because we got things to do this month. This is April. Okay. We are already in second quarter of 2022. We are. This is crazy. I know. I think like the older I get, it seems like the time just blinks and you're at the end of the year again. It flies by. It flies by. And I know that a lot of our listeners and families in some different states and areas are going to be coming up on spring break this month. So we, um, our spring break was last month. Yes, you know, we started off. (laughs) We started off in tourist capital. We did, we did. And so now we're going to kind of continue talking about some things that you can do during spring break and um we got kind of deep into this subject and um you know spring is easter and easter is the birds and the bees and fertility and we just decided let's go ahead and talk about it yes i mean raising kids you also have to have conversations you have to have the conversations you absolutely do especially because during your spring break week kids are going to be on their screens more yes they just are so one of the things that we wanted to talk about is screen time now I will be honest with you I am not one of those parents who is a stickler about how much screen time I know there's a lot of parents out there that are like, oh, 30 minutes screen time, that's it. Well, eh, eh. And I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. As far as I'm concerned, I'm more concerned about screen content. Yes, very much so. Um, So, no, I don't want her just sitting in front of uh, her game console or her laptop or the television, you know, for hours and hours throughout the day. So of course we make sure that we interject different things in between that. But like right now with me not being as mobile as I am, she's getting a little bit more screen time than what she normally would because I'm unable to do a lot of extra things. Now we're playing card games um, and board games and, you know, things like that. But we're still doing a lot of screen time (laughs) right now. But screen content has always been um, my big thing. How do you feel about screen time? I believe in screen time. So Jayden gets two hours. Okay. Um, That's outside of his normal curriculum because my curriculum is screen based. See, and that's what I'm saying. And so I was the mom that said, hey, I can't do all the books. I don't have the time, Mm -hmm. nor do I want just all the books. Mm -hmm. Not knocking anybody's way of homeschooling, but that just wasn't for me. And so he gets two hours of personal time 
to do what he would like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does have a way to lose and earn because that's a part of our reward system. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it goes into the system of how we operate in our house. So based on behavior, based on they do what he was supposed to. Right. He can earn or lose time. Well, you know, COVID, I think, created more of a, <clears throat> excuse me, screen time culture. Because that was the only way that friends were going to be able to see each other and hang out. And now, even though we're uh, somewhat getting back to ways. normal. Yeah. But the new normal is still a lot of families are not coming out and getting kids together. And now, you know, if your kids want to be able to play with their friends, it's more than likely, nine times out of ten, it's going to be on the screen rather than face-to-face. So I think that's another reason why screen time itself, it has not been uh, as big of a bear for me um, as what are we doing on the screen? Yes. You know, um, and the earn and, and, and gain and lose we do that with her playing with her friends. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think you have to. Kids like to be incentivized. Yes. Oh, yes. And they also need to know the other side of it also. Absolutely. You can also lose. Yes, you can. Life. But because this is a privilege. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, you're, and that's one of the things. Your lessons are a requirement. Yes. Whether they're done via screen or on book or face-to-face, whatever version yes. that is, that's what that is. So that's not, we don't consider that a part of screen time. Mm-hmm. Um, your personal time is the time that you get to watch the TV shows that you want to watch. Um, we let her watch YouTube Kids on Saturday and Sunday. Um, so the amount of time that she can just kind of uh, veg out, if you will. My dad used to call that idiot box time because you're not learning or gaining anything while you're doing those kinds of things. That's just, okay, go ahead, do what you want to do. Now, playing with your friends, though, even though it's on a screen, that's yet another privilege. So we have two different... Okay, you do it too. Two. Okay. So you can lose personal time. Like, well, you can't watch this this weekend uh-huh. or you know you two kids this weekend or something like that then there's another piece over here where you can't play online with your friends this weekend you know kind of thing or this week or during you know so it's, it's kind of broken up into multiple sections even though it's all under screen time okay so my screen is just a tad bit different that includes the playing with friends okay but also, for him to even initiate getting screen time, he has had to build his brain, uh-huh. build his body, okay, served others, so that means doing something around the house. Okay. Then you can get screen time, but those three things have to be done. Absolutely. So, um, day before, he, no, three days ago, um, Elsa cleaned, did a deep clean on her bathroom for the first time. Uh-huh. Now, she has cleaned her bathroom but it's always been very surface okay rinse out your tub wipe off your sink sweep up the floor scrub your you know get the toilet scrubber go around okay good job yay Uh uh-uh so a few days ago Uh 
um, I pulled up a chair and sat and I was like, yeah. scrub the wall, get get the tiles, clean around there, scrub inside the toilet, okay, scrub inside the tub, clean the mirror, uh-huh. get around these corners, get the baseboard, sweep, uh-huh. mop. I mean, when I tell you deep clean and at the end of it, she said, whoo. I'm tired. (laughs) I said, yeah, uh, you are because, and that's what it takes. So now that she's getting older, because she'll be 10 this year, we are starting to incorporate more of her own responsibility for for really and truly cleaning up after herself and understanding that these messes that you make, ma'am, they are yours to clean and there's a way to clean and there's a way to do. So yeah, we do the same thing. If your chores are not done, don't even look for don't, it. Don't even, don't even think about it. Listen. If you even dream about thinking about the screen time and you haven't done your lessons, you haven't done your chores, and you have not done what you have been asked to do. So like s- simple things, like if her father says, hey, I need you to go and do this. And she's like, ah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we can take five minutes off. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're not about to huff. Right. We're not going to have that. We're going to have a bad attitude because it was an inconvenience. We are not going to have that. There is no... <clears throat> okay, so we don't have cable. All right? We have we internet. We don't either. Right. <laughs> we have internet. So all of our television watching and everything is internet-based. Yes. Which means that everything that you are currently enjoying has a pause button. Uh-huh. Everything. Uh-huh. Okay? Now, when I was a kid, we didn't have a pause button. No. No such thing. Back in 1979... <laughs> you didn't even have a remote control. You had to still get up, walk over to the TV and, and click the knob. Yes, ma'am. So I don't want to hear when I ask you or your dad says, hey, I need you to go do something. All you have to do is pick up the remote, which is sitting right next to you and press the pause button right in the middle. Go do what you're asked and come back. back. And wait a minute. And if you forgot where you were, you can rewind it a little bit. Okay, so let me tell you, you huff one time and you know you got a pause button. Oh, well, let's go ahead and let's remove some of that because evidently, evidently, you don't recognize the privilege that you have. Now, I do appreciate uh, the screens, though. I do appreciate that she has found ways to enhance her learning through these uh, different screen things if you will um she loves adventure academy and jumps on it on her own i don't particularly care for adventure academy it is nowhere near what abc mouse was even though the creators of abc mouse uh had something to do with adventure academy but the way they set it up it just it it is nowhere near uh the educational it style that ABC Mouse has, um, but we allow her to keep it because it is still quote unquote educational, you know. And there will be times when she'll say, Well, can I just go play Adventure Academy? You know, that where you say, Okay, sure, just yes. go play Adventure Academy. So I, I appreciate little things like that. Uh, there's another one that we're looking into for writing and reading called Night Zookeeper. Have you heard of that? Yes. Um, we haven't actually done it yet or done the trial yet so we're gonna check that out and see especially because we're going into fourth grade this year and we're really just trying to determine um some things yeah and even at your age third grade i mean when we started homeschooling in third grade 
screen time was time for me to get some of the things just done. Yes. And give him a place where I could go away and do things on my own that I needed to get done in the house or I needed to get done for work. Yes. Without being interrupted. Yes. So it was kind of like low-key a babysitter-ish yes. thing. <laughs> yes. Low-key um, babysitter. Yes. And as a single mom, it's just what I needed at the season. Yeah, absolutely. So he might have had just a little bit more screen time years ago than he is now because now he's able to go out and do things more freely because he's almost 12. Yes. Well, and it would also be different if we didn't have Elsa involved in other things that that got her outside of the house. Yes. Um, you know, for example, this uh, week we are at uh, a camp. Uh, that the uh, Parks and Recreation Center is having for homeschool kids this week. Um, on uh, on the weekends, you know, she's skating. Um, she well, also they both do martial arts. They both do martial arts, and that's like a five day a week thing. Uh-huh. Um, she also is. Um, they both are in scouts, yeah, and they do things with them. And we then, both have numerous passes to things to locally, things, absolutely. And then um, every now and again, we do the uh, uh, kids' night out over yes. at the science museum. And then um, uh, uh, she just started the swim team. Yeah. So there's uh, there's plenty of other things that she does outside, so that you know the screen time doesn't have to be. And this is where we start talking about that nature versus nurture. Um, making sure that we are making nurturing type decisions with everything that we're doing to make sure that there's a balance. There are going to be some kids who are going to have more screen time in their lives than kids that are going to have less screen time in their lives. But that I think is going to be uh, best determined by what the balance needs to be for what it is that you are trying to do in your homeschool and with your children and with your family. Yes, and only children throw you a different dynamic. Girl. And, you know, <laughs> um, when you are the playmate, the cook, the maid, yes, the curriculum developer for them, yes. all of these things, the Uber driver, uh, uh, you have to learn. The butcher, the baker, yes. the candlestick maker. <laughs> I mean, yes, yes. You really have to pick wisely. Yes, you really have to pick wisely. Um, Speaking about picking wisely, um, we normally talk about a book that we're going to be reading and as we've been talking about screen time, the understanding about sexuality and just information that our kids are getting that we don't have control over. Yes. um, (laughs) Which is very interesting. And you have introduced me to the book that we are going to be reading. So tell me about this book. So it's I Said No by Zach and Kimberly King. Mm-hmm. And it teaches your kids about keeping private things and parts private. Okay. So it goes through boys, no, uh, girls, what is considered private, mm-hmm. both, um, the feelings that come with if they're violated, the feelings that you should feel, it goes in deep into all of that. But it also teaches them how to not take treats and bribes and, mm. you know, even with their friends, not to play in that area. You know, don't yes. put stickers there. Don't say, let me see, you know. Right. And right, all right. of those things that poke and pride. And even it gives the consent to doctors. So even when they go to the doctors about the consent, hey, is it okay 
if I check you there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they also need to have the uh, the words to know when to consent and when not to. Absolutely. Because if your child is school age, out of your, you know, out of your care for any point of time, mm-hmm. these things are going to come up when they're going to say, hey, that didn't make like, me feel right. No, you shouldn't be doing this. Absolutely. No, you can't touch me like this. Absolutely. No, that, you know, that shouldn't happen. Absolutely. And so you want to teach them how to advocate for themselves and about body boundaries. And so this is a good book. Again, it's I Said No by Zach and Kimberly King. Okay, and so, and I thank you for allowing us to borrow this book. Oh, you're welcome. Um, You know, I'm so excited about this. It says, A Kid to Kid Guide to Keeping Private Parts Private. I Said No. So this is going to be the book that we are reading this week. Yes. Um, And I am super excited about this. Oh, wow. There are even um, some resources and things in Mm -hmm. the back of this book. This is, this looks very interesting and I am super excited to do this. Um, You know, if you have kids that are getting ready to be tweens, um, if you have kids that are just starting to ask questions um, or are already in middle school or high school or even getting ready to go to college you know i think that this is a book even in as much as it's made for the younger kids the concept and the information because as we get older and we get into new situations and new things honey manipulation changes its clothes all the time it's the same thing it's just presented in a different way and you need to know how to say no and to keep your private parts private at different times of your life. This is the reason why, unfortunately, some of our kids and some uh, grown-ups yes. too um, have even dealt with some things like this. So we're really, really excited to read this and we'll definitely talk about this more. Um, so that is a perfect segue into the affirmation that I have for our kids today. I love and respect myself. We need to... When I tell you, get kids to say, I love and respect myself. One of the things that uh, Elsa has been having difficulty with is sometimes her friends will get upset when they're playing games Uh online and they will yell or scream or just be really kind of rude. And I have had to tell her, I said, let me tell you something. I said, the only way people are going to respect you is if you let them know what you will not accept And I told her, I said, you have to tell them, hey, I understand you may be upset about what just happened, but that does not give you the right to speak to me in that manner. Please do not speak to me that way. That is not acceptable. And if you need to take a moment or if we need to get off and come back later, we can do that. So just training her to do that now so that this affirmation will stick. I love and respect myself. You have to love and respect yourself enough so that you can stop people from doing certain things. And that's why this book, (laughs) you know, is a great uh, beginning to teaching love and respect for yourself. Because if you don't, you know, in the future, you can be in situations that can be really quite detrimental. So the affirmation for our kids this week is I love and respect myself. I love it. So the affirmation for parents this week is challenges are an opportunity for growth. 
Yes. And in, in parenting, there are many challenges, mm-hmm. um, including sexuality is one. So depending on where you're from, mm-hmm. how you grew up, <laughs> ooh, 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 your you home grew up. environment. <laughs> culture, 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 yes. culture, culture. You may not have had to talk about sexuality. Mm-hmm. So now you don't know how to have this conversation with your children. Right. And so it's now like a growth spurt mm-hmm. that you're like, uh, I'm not quite ready. Mm-hmm. But your kids are ready because they're asking you questions. Yes. Or... Because there has been something that we're going to talk about in our next podcast. Yes. There's been something that your kids have been introduced to Absolutely. without you. And so I want you to know that it's it's spring. Great things grow. Yes. And so challenges are an opportunity for growth. So even in your parenting. Yes. It's always an opportunity to be a better parent. And, and helping your children deal with sexuality and moving into that next phase of life is definitely a challenge. Absolutely. But it, just like you said, it's an opportunity for growth in your understanding, in nurturing your relationship with your children, and growing and helping your children to navigate new things that they may be introduced to. Now, I know a lot of people are saying, hey, but you know, ain't y'all homeschoolers? Y'all, y'all kids don't get introduced to the stuff that they do at public school and private school and charter school. Let me tell you, unless we locked our kids up in the house Listen. and didn't allow them to spend time with friends nor family, mm-hmm. There is no way. Oh, and we gave them zero screen time. Mm-hmm. There is no way for us to completely keep our children from being introduced to information that either we hadn't planned on introducing or hadn't planned on introducing it now. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes uh, you just have to go ahead and bite the bullet and introduce it to your kids first. Absolutely. Because I recently, uh, I think when I was becoming a parent, I think shortly after my sister passed away, I was like, uh, where do I start? Right. I don't have nine months to prepare for a baby. I get them now. Right. At four, knowing all these body parts. Yes. Asking all these questions. Right. And you came in, you were, the car was already warmed up and started and had driven a few miles by the time you came into parenthood. Yes. So you didn't even have an opportunity to develop your own plan. No. You were just thrown right in. So I became the book lady. Yeah, of course you did. And then I met, it was one book I read and it said, you always want to mention everything to your child first. Yes. Because if you mention it to them first, they will always come to you as the leading resource for their life. Absolutely. And that's the reason why, you know, controlling the narrative is so important. So when they come to you with these things, even if it's a shock, even if you need to take a minute, take a second. Yeah. Don't lose it on your kids when they come to you and say, mommy, what's a joint? Yeah. Daddy, what's heroin? You know, uh, uh, oh, oh, I heard this song by Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby's Got Back. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. Don't lose it. Stop and say, you know what? Give mommy, give daddy a moment. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, I, I want to have this conversation with you. If you need to say, can we have it after dinner? If you need to say, can we have it on Sunday? Whatever it is you need to do. But first of all, uh, address it. 
take some time, get yourself together, and then sit down and have the conversation. Because if you don't, if you don't, this book also said they will have the conversation with someone else. Yes, and it says if they if they think that their friends know more than their parents, their friends will always be the first thing they go to. And that's not what we want. And I don't want a kid teaching my kid about life. I want an adult who is wise. Yes. Who parents with the authority of God mm-hmm. to lead him in the way I want him to go. Absolutely. And so I just believe in all these books. Yes. And, uh, and having these conversations first. Yes, because absolutely. Because I always want my child to feel comfortable with me and coming to me about everything. Yes. 100 percent I mean, I am a woman raising a male, so I'm like, okay, extra granddaddy. Because I don't have those parts. You know? Extra uncle. I don't have those parts. Right, but but I one- give him a male to go to. Absolutely. But there are things, you know, for uh, the interaction, the male-female interaction, you are able to be there to help him navigate that as he goes through that. Yes. Um, You know, and so Jaden will be 12 this year. Yes. Elsa will be 10 this year. And so, you know, this year you and I will both have tweens. Uh, (laughs) I mean, you actually have one. Yeah. But we're going to have a set together. And (laughs) <laughs> and this journey is going to be interesting. Very much so. So the books and everything. As a matter of fact, our, our next episode coming up, we're going to get a little deeper into this. Um, but let's let's kind of jump over to um, what country we are going to study, um, which is kind of funny. Oh, thank you. Which is kind of funny. Y'all, she's giving me something to put my boot up on. Oh, yes. You know what? I'm actually going to take the boot off. Do you need it to be closer? No, this is perfect. This is perfect. Thank you. Um, So it's actually kind of funny that we chose the UK uh, to study for the month of April and that you brought up that we're going to be heading over to Universal to go to uh, Harry Potter World. Yes. Um, And remember, Harry Potter was 11. (laughs) (laughs) And they were going through puberty and all of those kinds of changes and the girl boy and all kinds of stuff. So it's very interesting. Y'all, we didn't plan this on purpose (laughs) like this. We were like, we're just going to study the UK Uh and this is what we're going to. And so, um, so I find it interesting. So that's what we're going to study for the month. If you want to study along with us um, to do your um, unit study for social studies and for culture and for food and for language and for all of those kinds of things. So uh, the UK is Britain is what we are going to be doing for the month of April. And that is that health bite. So y'all, let me tell you, I have been enjoying making Elsa's snacks. Um, If you want to see me making those, I have got those videos that I am doing multiple days a week. And they are right on my Instagram page. So make sure you follow me at Our Journey of Learning. Also make sure to follow LaToya at Thriving Homeschooler. And I am really enjoying this. And the health bite that I want you to think about as I'm preparing these lunches for Elsa 
Um, of course, I want them to be healthy, happy, fun. And that's my hashtag, healthy, happy, fun. Oh, I like that. <laughs> because they need to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I want her to, I want both she and I to be happy with the food choices. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, I still want them to be fun for her. I want them to be enjoyable when she opens that up. I want her eyes to light up and, you know. Um, but I also want to make sure that we're hitting all the nutritional levels. So here's my health bite for making lunch healthy, happy, and fun. Um, one, choose two proteins, two fruits, two veggies. If you put two proteins, two fruits, and two veggies in your kid's lunch, you will definitely hit their nutritional level for the day. You will keep them full. Okay. So that they won't be looking to constantly snack. Yes. All right. And then you also don't have to fill the lunch with additional, with a whole bunch of other snacks because you kind of don't have room. Mm-hmm. So like to give you an example for today, and if you want to see today's video, uh, I just, uh, that's over on Instagram. If you want to see any of the videos, they're over on Instagram. But for example, I did um, turkey meatballs. Okay. And so she got six of those meatballs. So that was one protein. And then she wanted uh, a couple of hard boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. So we did those, cut those in half. So those are her two proteins. Um, then we did berries on the skewers. Mm-hmm. So she had four of those skewers. So that was one fruit. And then we did a cutie orange mm-hmm. and put a little uh, fruit pick in it. And so that was fruit number two. Then we did cucumbers mm-hmm. in slices and we did sugar snap peas. So that was vegetable one and vegetable two. So think about that. That's a lot of yeah. food. That really doesn't leave room for much else. So when I put the, she likes the shrimp chips, the Asian shrimp chips, but I could just put a handful in there. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? just to give her the crunch but I didn't have to put a lot in there because she had so much other food to round it out um and then I put four Nilla wafers in there so she got quote unquote a cookie as her surprise she got quote unquote these chips but not a lot of them because the fruits the vegetables and the protein rounded it out Mm -hmm. so that's my health bite if you're making lunches for your kids even if you're buying do two proteins do two vegetables, do two fruits, and then you can choose a little treat. You don't need much of it and something like a little crunchy thing and that will round it out and they should stay full and it will be healthy, happy, and fun. Yes. So I think my tip for the parents is hydration. Oh, yes. So water, spring and summer, I feel like you just have to take it up a level. Yes. Uh, because dehydration is real, it even is in real. children. Yes. And so, especially if they're going to be outside more, in the sun more, we have to protect them from dehydration. Yes. So, water. And uh, Jaden loves the ocean water you introduced us to. <laughs> um, I just went and spent $40 on that. He I didn't asked, need for you. And if he can't drink one regular water ever (laughs) he has to start with ocean water and I'm just like okay but Lord I thank you that he's drinking it absolutely he's getting his vitamins he's getting his amino acids yes yes all of those good things and so uh 
I would say just watch your intake. You know, if you have that water bottle, that maybe a 32 ounce water bottle, which is standard kind of now. Yeah. yeah. It should be at least refilled three to four times. Yes. And especially if you're going to be outside, just like you said. Yes. Yep. That's so, great. That is hydrate wonderful. People. Hydrate. Definitely hydrate. Woo. Well, honey, we talked about a lot and we are getting ready to get deeper, y'all. In our next episode, we've got two more episodes coming up that we're going to dig deep into here. And in three episodes from now, at the end of this month, it is our 25th episode. Uh, we haven't the slightest idea what we're going to do for that yet. So, uh, but it will be something special. We will figure that out. Um, please make sure that you share. Uh, please make sure that you comment. If you have questions, if you have suggestions, feel free to email us at rnbhomeschooler at gmail.com. That's rnbhomeschooler at gmail.com. Also remember to follow Latoya at Thriving Homeschooler on Instagram. And also follow me at Our Journey of Learning on Instagram. And we are still working on our YouTube channel. It is coming. It will happen this year. And well, we don't know when this year, <laughs> but it will be 2022. And as we get closer to that, we'll let you know that too. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Latoya. Thank you. And we will see you and talk to you soon. <laughs>